Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. It'll change your life. Sounds like an overstated advertising slogan. But when it comes to worship, it happens to be true. Elise Jordan, Wendy Lyon, and Camille Adams share about the powerful impact of worship on their lives. They make it clear that music is not required to worship, but they do spontaneously break into song at one point. Enjoy their conversation. Hi, and welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. I'm Camille Adams, and I've got two great friends with me today. I've got Wendy Lyon and Elise Jordan. And they are actually good friends of each other's. Um, yep. So one thing you should know about them is that they were both silly girls. Oh and by that, <laughs> I mean not, I mean, they are silly girls, but I mean specifically they were in Beauty and the Beast together. Yeah. We were. Oh, yes. Yeah. And we can probably still imitate the laugh. Oh, dear. I would love it if you would do it right now. Uh, Paul Stumbo may roll over if we do. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> It was yeah, fun, though. It we was. had a good time. Yeah. You guys have been friends for a long time, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that y'all are here to talk with me today about worship. We are, too. Yeah. Um, one thing you should know about Elise is that she was named after two different pieces of music, mm. uh, or two aspects uh-huh. of music, rather. Um, is it Fur Elise mm-hmm. and the Beatles? Yes. Yes. Michelle My Bell by the Beatles, and then Fur Elise by Beethoven. That is... So. That's a really good like legacy that right. It's well rounded. Yeah, yeah. So one thing that I'd like to start us off today thinking about: what's the little thing that's brought you joy recently? It can be anything small that just break, makes your day. Um, mine is tea. I'm trying to drink more tea instead of coffee. Um, I love my coffee, um, but I have a new tea that I love so much, and it's coconut tea from HTO and they only have one. It's a little drive through place they have in Weatherford and they have in Lake Worth and you can buy all types of tea but I buy the bag of tea bags of coconut tea unsweet. It is so good. If you haven't tried it go get it. It's fresh and it's refreshing and I make a batch for the whole week and drink on it all week. It's my favorite. That's smart. Love it. Yes. I like that. Small joys. Mine would be more like sparkling water because I like lots of bubbles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so if I can find the Topo Chico that has, well, that's grapefruit, which usually is just at gas stations. You don't find it in the grocery store. Yeah. So we've been road tripping a lot. And and yeah, I'm always wanting to find the the grapefruit Topo Chico. The bubbles are bigger than any other. Than the other flavors? I've never seen a grapefruit one. Those are small joys. That's going to be my small joy next week (laughs) when I find one. I'll be frequently in the gas station. There you go. Yeah. How funny. Well, we're here today to talk about worship. And um, for those of you listening, thinking about worship, we're going to talk about different types of worship, but really we're going to focus on why we love worship mm-hmm. and what worship means to us. So Elise, would you just tell me what comes to your mind when you think about worship or what do you think worship is? Yeah, I even looked up the definition, you know, and, and just the... The expression of adoration, mm. um, and when it comes, you know, to God Himself, He's the only one worthy, and every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, you know, that He is Lord. Mm. Um, so, I, you know, just that there's a moment where 
we will all be worshiping as an act, but then there's also the expression or the feeling of worship um, that we have when we adore something. Mm, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I like that reminder that we all, like all of creation mm-hmm. is, will reverberate praise to the Lord as an act of worship. Mm-hmm. And that's good to remember that we don't have to wait until the end. No. We get to take part in it Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Wendy, what about you? What does worship look like for you, or when do you find worship most enjoyable? Uh, Worship for me is when I'm still and away from my house. That's the best time I can worship. I love being outside. I love taking walks. That is um, my my best time. It's when I'm, I feel like I can just be in the presence of God without any distractions, without, um, any to-do list. Um, my mind can relax. It can be clear. I can look to the heavens. And, um, I love that verse, uh, the heavens declare the glory of God in Psalm 19, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Mm-hmm. I, I really do feel like nature is, um, points to God and mm-hmm. points me to God. So that's my favorite time to worship just alone with him and corporate worship. I love singing with, Mm -hmm. I love singing in church with a body of believers. It can be so personal. um, And yet you're with so many people. Mm -hmm. You're just shoulder to shoulder with people. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. It's like a picture of heaven to me that we'll all be singing together. So I like both. I like being in nature, um, but also being with a body of believers who are all singing to the one true God. Mm -hmm. And it's that moment, I think, when you talk about being alone, because it gives us a minute to not, well, we could still be distracted, but it gives us a minute if we want to, to consider something for more than a second and be, and move on to the next thing. And Mm -hmm. I think in musical worship, that's a really sweet place where we have those three or four minutes to sit and think through the lyrics of um, a song that's usually focused on one aspect of God. And it can be, um, it can draw us in just like uh, the beauty of nature mm-hmm. mm. can make us think of his majesty and that he created, you know, these great things. And also on a cellular level, how itty bitty, you know, beautiful things can be um, just point to him. But mm-hmm. but that moment where one song has one focus is a sweet time to just think about, you know, either his faithfulness or his goodness. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. I oftentimes feel like I need like the corporate worship in order to kind of drown out the distractions that are around mm-hmm. me. Sometimes it's easier to quiet the thoughts that have come in with me mm-hmm. if I legitimately can't hear myself Absolutely. ruminating on those things. Yeah. Um, so it does, I think you're right, at least give that space for your mind to really just focus on the Lord um, instead of focusing on self, mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, um, what are some times when worship has been difficult um, for you? Has there been a time when you found yourself just really having a difficult time with any aspect of worship? Man, that's such a hard, like for me, I think of worship as whatever, um, I'm adoring and focusing on, which could totally not be God. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, difficult to worship. I think really for me, it's just realizing, like catching myself, not having that focus be the Lord, not having, um, you know, I, I think of all the verses that talk about in everything, give thanks, you know, and to always be praying. And so I kind of, I, I can see like, oh, if I'm, 
harboring bitterness or if I'm just super irritable or there's things in me that I go, what is it that's not um, the Lord? Like, what is it that I'm caring about or not mm-hmm. trusting him with? And that can be an indicator to me that it's self. Usually, I mean, it really boils down to the two things. Mm-hmm. It's it's the creator or the created. Mm-hmm. And and we can, um, I mean, for me, it's, it is self. Even if I think it's something else, something other than me, it's usually self-serving. And that's why I'm worried about it or focused yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. What yeah. about you? Wendy? No, I, I feel exactly the same way as Elise. Um, well, one, I wanted to throw out busyness because um, mm-hmm. oh, busyness, yeah. um, sometimes I get so busy, I don't stop. And I, I deceive myself that I think I don't need worship, even though yes. I'm not worshiping. And I can tell when I haven't, when I haven't sat with the Lord or been with the Lord or sing, sing sing to the Lord praises. Um, but also I agree with you, Elise, is in that um, sometimes when I'm dealing with, when I'm self-pity or like you said, bitterness or I'm angry about something or feel entitled to something I didn't get or I'm waiting too long for something and mm-hmm. um, whatever I'm upset about, I sinfully sometimes just want to sit in it. You know, I just yeah. sit in it. We talk about our feelings and mm-hmm. and live in those feelings. Um, and I can't let those feelings dictate my actions. I think just coming to worship, whether you feel like it or not, um, you don't have to come all cleaned up and you don't have to come, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with a... You can come to Him with your problems, he already knows they're there. He already knows what you're struggling. And I think that's the big difference. You Do you want to sit on it and wallow it? That's such a slippery slope. It takes you far away from the Lord and start starting to rely on self. Whereas worship, um, when you're struggling and in a really hard place, um, that's when it's difficult, but I just have to make a choice. And, you know, the Psalms are such a great example of that. I love the Psalms of David, um, especially in 73. And he constantly says through the Psalms, um, why do the wicked prosper? Why why is this injustice going on around mm-hmm. me and look at me? And But he comes to the Lord. In the middle of it, he'll say, I came to the sanctuary of the Lord. And you can see his heart completely change. And then at the end, he realizes who he is before God. He's mm-hmm. completely humbled and he's praising him. So I thought, I just have to remind myself um, David models how to pray just to come to him. And so I I go, I go, just think, okay, I have to make a, a conscience choice to mm-hmm. just come before the Lord because he will change my heart. And he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that obedience, mm-hmm. you know, I think about, is it First um, Peter where it talks about the slave that obeys the master, you know, and mm-hmm. you just go, Whoa, you mm-hmm. know these are these are huge trials um, to to be sitting in suffering mm-hmm. or even something that isn't fair, and to consider that um, Christ, you know, it's, I think it says he's mindful, being mindful of God that he continues to entrust himself mm-hmm. to a just judge, you know, yeah, that he's able, you know, I think the obedience to give thanks and things that are hard mm-hmm. is a an act of worship, but also it just allows us the freedom to sit in something that is hard yeah. mm-hmm. um, and and continue. You know, I think, wow, if Jesus himself had to continue entrusting, that was a process for him to, mm-hmm. to not take on his 
form of God where he could just mm-hmm. have his way. Yeah. He chose mm-hmm. to submit um, to the will of the Father and do everything he, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just, just yeah. such an example um, for us yeah. to be able to sit and without complaint. Mm-hmm. And that's Endure. so much easier said than done. I, oh, goodness. Uh, gosh, when it's hard, I can think, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm the queen of making Even lists traffic. of so many things to do. Right. I could do this, this, yes. this, and not think yes. about this hard thing in my life. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When really... Oh, yeah, distraction. Yes, yes. a distraction yep. because yes. it's just so painful. But yeah. uh, none of those will soothe that pain. Only God will because we adore him as God, and he has all the ability to do that. He knows how to take care of us, and yet I just run from it. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's funny, not funny, interesting how oftentimes, I know for me, I will do that. If there's something difficult in my life Mm -hmm. or I'm questioning whether like, God, is this good? Like I'm having a hard time trusting that this is a good Mm -hmm. situation for me Mm -hmm. and I don't want to worship and I forget the characteristics of God that lead me to worship. But as soon as I obey Mm -hmm. and trust him and recall the things that he's done and who he is mm-hmm. like almost automatically it cha- it does it changes my heart like you were yeah. talking about mm-hmm. and then it motivates me to worship mm-hmm. and my eyes are off of the circumstance and unknowingly i the holy spirit has brought me to a good place of freedom like you were talking about at least mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not funny at all. I should not have said, don't no, you think it's any... funny? It's good. Yeah. It is good. But there's some times in, in a moment of rebellion or I just think, I know, I know I should do that. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I just, yeah. It's it's always the answer. It's the place, it's the right place to go. It's hard to, to the like Lord. sitting in silence, like you said, um, has been hard. Like there's been seasons where I did not want to do that. I mm-hmm. did not want to have a silent moment, an alone moment, because things would come up in my mind and I really wasn't ready mm-hmm. uh, to feel them. So like Wendy said, I keep the activity rolling, right? Yeah. yeah. You do all the good things and you are like supposedly being obedient on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, but um, but yeah, where I'm, I don't want to face something that's painful or take it to the Lord. I just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that I think is a hindrance because it's spirit and truth, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's us knowing God is with us and what's true about Him, but also what's true about our sin or the things that have happened in our life that are mm-hmm. He's there to comfort and heal mm-hmm. and not admitting mm-hmm. even to Him. Of course, He knows. But I think when we open up, it helps us handle what yeah. is true yeah. without ignoring it and glossing over it and, you mm-hmm. know. yeah. I think too when you go to um, when Where, I worship, or, like on uh, no on on at church on oh, okay. Sundays or even just singing praises, yeah, at the prayer retreat, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. that is a great way to worship. If anybody hasn't been to prayer retreat, here's a little plug for mm-hmm. it. Oh, okay. it's great. Um, uh, the words in songs can express grief or joy or. Um, whatever I'm going through, sometimes the words will bring me there. They're powerful, mm-hmm. and they will put language to what I'm feeling when I don't even know how to come to the Lord and what to say. Um, I can trust that He's got it, um, and sometimes the words and the songs will bring me there because I think, okay, that's what I mm-hmm. that's what I'm feeling. That's what I need. I needed to hear, and here's the truth about God in this song. And so. Um, I think it's always uh, once you make that choice, he does. He can. 
he'll bring you there, either mm-hmm. through music or through his word or mm-hmm. yeah, through song. Yeah. yeah. Is there a time in your life when that has been really true for you? Can you think of a moment or a season in your life where um, the Lord really drew you to worship in that way? Uh, well, I'll share. I mean, there's yeah. Yeah, seasons where um, I I think my focus not being the right one, um, just a particular, even in like parenting, like thinking I want to do all these things so well, raise my little mini disciples, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so you have like, I don't know, you read all the books and you do all the things to like be a great mom and teach them about God's word or whatever. And I'm and I'm, my husband and I are complete opposites, which is wonderful when it, when you, you know, you need that, right? right? But I am definitely more of the planner and more of the one that's like, okay, let's implement this, and oh, this is what so and so is doing, and this book says this is a good thing to do, and my husband would, you know, sweetly encourage me and just be like, oh, that sounds great, you know. But the specific implementation I had in mind, he would not always follow through with. <laughs> yeah. So I, sometimes I would feel. Um, well, it would creep in. I don't know. There were just times where I, I knew my spirit was being critical and that criticism, I, I mean, it just, it's terrible. It's yeah. a pride thing for sure. Um, but I remember just feeling kind of lonely in that and thinking, okay, there's been this, all these times where I feel like I've been disappointed um, in doing this wonderful thing, you know, and the Lord was just showing me that my criticism was keeping me from worshiping Him and an example to my kids of, you know, oh, yeah. it wasn't a beautiful thing <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to be critical yeah. or to, I don't know, I, I just have a hard time hiding when I'm disappointed. Um, but the Lord was so sweet just to show me um, that there were things that I did too that were... Um, not recognizing how my husband had been, mm. you know, just pointing them to Christ. And I went on a walk once and I was praying through again, just like, okay, I'm sick of saying it. I'm sick of bringing it up. I'm sick of making a plan. You know, Lord, if you're going to do it, you just need to to move in his heart and show me, show me what it is. Show me how he has been pointing our kids to you and how, you know, he's in this with me. And a picture over and over and over again of just years and years of him leaving for work every morning. And he's already kissed the kids goodbye and said all the things, but one of them will yell out, you know, daddy, run and jump, you know, and he'll drop his briefcase and um, stand there and just let them, you know, back up to the back of the house and just run as hard as they can. And then he catches them and they swirl around and he gives them big, I know. Mm -hmm. And so so I kept, I was on a walk by myself, you know, like crying all the feelings of I'm so alone in this. (laughs) But yeah, and he showed me that picture over and over again. I just started to weep because I thought, how sweet is that? That all these years, I mean, they're 12, they're way as much as he does. (laughs) And he'll still let him do it, you know, that yeah. that he is showing them what a father's heart is. Mm. And he is a shower. He's an experienced person. Yeah. Whereas I'm a list and let's do this. And, you know, so I think it's just sweet when God will um, take things that we're disappointed in, take things that we're being prideful um, and critical about and just show us that we're the one, you know, that he mm. is actually healing and bringing around and showing how to be a, you know, it's mm-hmm. just sweet to me when God um, turns something that has been painful into just a sweet 
you know, reminder that mm-hmm. he's, he's the one in control and mm-hmm. doesn't have really to look good. like what I want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's worship too, Elise. It's just, just sitting in his presence and watching and taking note and thanking God for, um, your husband's interaction with the kids and noticing what you hadn't noticed before mm-hmm. and sharing it here. I mean, I just think that's yeah. Um, yeah. giving that's reverence sweet. to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is sweet. And not only, I mean, I'm sure it was worshipful for you in that moment, but like Wendy said, sharing it here, like mm-hmm. I'm like, I now see a different facet of God's mm-hmm. fatherhood, mm-hmm. like not just in my life, but in your kids' lives. And mm-hmm. I've never met them. Right. Yeah. But I mean, how good is God? And now I get to praise him in a new and more refined way because because of the goodness that he showed you. Right. And that's yeah. that's good corporate worship, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have an example, just practical ways. Um, you know, it's funny. My I take Evie, I bring her up a lot because she teaches me so much. She has Down syndrome and she's 20 and I bring her to this little school over um, at Broadway Baptist and um, she listens to um, all her Disney music, but every now and then she'll turn on her little scripture music we had that I had in the car growing up. And uh, one she listens to all the time is it's a scripture Scripture to song, which is how I learned a lot of my scriptures. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing it. I did sing it. I need you to right. sing the rest of that. About Darren. I can't it. even sing. I know. And I'm not got Darren going to sing in front of Elise, who's amazing. Oh, whatever. But, <laughs> whatever. Um, lean not on your own understanding. And here's my child who tests every little trust um, piece in me because um, – I think what's the practical way that song has and that verse has played out in my life is that Evie has been a test of trust every day, every month, because with my two other kids, um, and we never know what's going to happen with our kids, but I just didn't know what I'm going to do with her. She graduated from high school in May. Um I, it was just, it's always been a life of unknowns for her, of just not knowing what to do month by month. And sometimes I would sit in the car and go, Lord, I got nothing. (laughs) Just got nothing. Mm -hmm. I have, um, I just don't even know what to do. I don't know who to call. I don't know where to look. Um, And so here I am singing the song, whether it's in church, I'm singing, How Great Thou Art, or Great Is Thy Faithfulness. He will be faithful. And then I go home, and then I have these <laughs> panic attacks or anxiety over mm-hmm. um, not n- having a plan. I like a plan. And so um, I just have to remind myself that He is faithful. He will be faithful. And it's His timing that He'll let me know when He needs me to act, and He just wants me to wait. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, I don't. I got nothing, but He's got something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just have to trust Him with that. And... I'm making that sound way easier than it is, <laughs> but I feel like it's so freeing to just mm-hmm. give yeah. it to God. It's so hard, but I just, I just think, okay, I, I got nothing. Yeah, I have to trust in my Almighty God who can pave the way and has a plan, and I just trust you to show me where to go mm-hmm. and what to do and what decisions to make. And he always has. He always has. Great it is his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. He's always been faithful. And isn't that, that those are the sweetest times? Because I think we yeah. would not remember if we didn't have trial, 
Uh if we didn't have questions all the time. Like how would we, I don't think the depth of worship would just never grow if we were not in the midst of things that we didn't know the end of. Mm -hmm. We didn't have the answers for. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of a happy time when things were going great that's memorable in a worship sense, like where I was like, oh, wow, God was so good. It's like, no, I think I just kept going. I don't even think I even said thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like gratitude wasn't overflowing. I was just like, what's the next thing? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we just get comfortable. It's really a gift to be able to walk through something. And even with time, I'm realizing I am learning. I I might be growing a tiny bit because I can look at suffering more quickly now and see that Mm. there is going to be joy in the middle of this, even if the end isn't what I expect or would wish for. There will be comfort. There will be His presence, which is the sweetest thing we could have, the knowledge of who he is in the middle of those hard things are treasures that we get to take to the next hard thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or share with somebody else. That has been a really sweet experience to watch other people come to me because of things I've been through mm-hmm. and to be able to share, you know, not that, oh, look how it ended. Isn't that great? It's like, no, right. it didn't end great. Right. <laughs> and God is still good, and Mm -hmm. His goodness in the middle of it is something that actually I wouldn't trade Mm -hmm. to have gone back and erased what happened. Mm -hmm. I would rather have what I have of Him and what I know of Him Mm -hmm. than you know to say to wish it wish it away. Mm -hmm. You know, which is hard. Like you said, with your kids, you do not want to see. Your kids suffer. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to let go of those, you know, where you're just like, mm-hmm. whoa, what if, what if, what if, what if, uh, yeah. all the what ifs. Yeah. But yeah, to be able to have that in my own life, I'm like, all right, Lord, if you do that with me, and that is my treasure, to know you in the middle of that is the sweetest gift. I want that for my kids. But then I'm also like praying, please, Lord, don't let it happen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I trust know. you, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. Right, or you just want to rescue your friends right. and just, you know, sit yeah. there with them and be, you know, but yeah. it's like God is good and mm-hmm. he He is actually good right the second in the middle of those hard things. Yep. And to know him more deeply, I think we only press into that when we're hurting, mm-hmm. you know? I yep. think when it's good, why would we question and doubt and then find that actually, you know, he's everything he said he would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. We recently had an experience as a family. We've been working toward a goal for a long time, and it was difficult. And um, we achieved the goal, and it was like a very specific day. Like we walked into a bank and did a thing. And I remember being in the chair and like looking at the bank teller and knowing like, this is it, Camille. Like this is the moment, the mountaintop. Like praise the Lord and worship Him in this moment because it had been a long time and a big ordeal and a lot of a lot of hard sacrifice to make and the lord was with us through it and i remember my sweet husband he's so faithful reminding me throughout the way that like the lord is with us like he is good and this is a worthy goal of honoring him with this and i think it was really just because it had been so hard mm-hmm. like you're saying mm-hmm. In that difficult time, we press in and we seek the Lord, and His presence really is comfort to us. That's probably the first time in my life that I was able to remind myself or to be reminded by the Holy Spirit, like, this is this is a good moment, and praise Him and worship Him in this moment. 
And I found that it has equipped me um, to walk into like another really trying season. Um, And so the Holy Spirit is very faithful to remind me of like, hey, remember we did this, we did this before. And Mm. the Lord was faithful and he is good and he desires your praise in the difficult times as well as in Mm -hmm. the good times. Mm -hmm. But I'm notoriously forgetful in the good times to look back and praise him and worship him in those Mm -hmm. moments. Yeah. Um, What has, um, has worship looked different in different seasons of your life or has it grown or changed as you've experienced different seasons? Uh, Yes. Uh, For me, I thought worship was just attached to music, which it's Mm -hmm. still, I love music so much. It's it's still attached to music very much so, but it's just so much broader now. I we used to have an Amy Grant album, or I oh, used to. Yeah. Um, I had all of them. I went to her concerts and everything. I was yes. a big Amy Grant groupie. But she sang that song. I have decided I'm gonna live like a believer. Turn my back Sing on the deceiver. I'm not no. gonna live like I believe. <laughs> yeah, but it had that real. If if you know that song, it had that real strong beat. It was kind of uh-huh. like this rock song, yeah. and it gets you all fired yeah. up. It was and acapella in the beginning. Different. Yeah, I have decided. Yeah, it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was. I have decided. Oh, I remember. I'm yeah, gonna live like a believer. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay, I knew it's gonna happen. Um, and it had that strong drum beat, yes. and it it fired me up, and I thought, I am. That's me. I'm gonna live like a believer and turn my back on the deceiver. Nothing's gonna make me fall. And look what I'm gonna do for you, God. Ooh, and yes. so it was a, um very, uh, that was my worship. I thought, hey, this is, was kind of all about me. It was me being strong. It was me giving to the Lord and being his warrior and being his little disciple. And I'm going to go share the gospel and no one's going to knock me down. And I'm going to be that fish that swims against the stream. And, um, you know, in my teen years, I just thought that's just what it was. That's what I thought worship was, was mm-hmm. being kind of this warrior mm-hmm. person. Um, and I still love that song. It's still a great oh, song. Yeah. But um, worship's so different now. Um, it's really nothing about me. And so it's just what that definition is that Elise read. It's just giving full adoration mm. and expression and reverence to God. There's nothing in there that says reverence to me or right. you have to earn your um, place in God's world. We already have it. We just continue to come before Him. So now when I worship... I just remember to um, focus on who he is, and I get stuck on my favorite songs, and I listen to him over and over. And right now, my favorite is this. Uh, it's a singer named uh, Corinne Hawthorne. Have you heard of Corinne Hawthorne? No. Um, she sings a song called How Great. It is my very favorite song. I sing it over and over. So it's kind of like How Great Thou Art, but it's a different, more mm-hmm. a contemporary version. So it is it's great. She has great, a lot of great songs. Anyway, nice. that's how it's changed yeah. a lot. Man, so. I think mine would be just the more that I learn about God's character. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's been, um, I guess, well, I'm sure there's phases in every generation, but just the self-focus, like learning about yourself and studying self and all the things you can do and take tests and put a label on yourself, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it can be... Um, even there's like even this promise of if you know yourself well enough, there's this 
aspect of being able to choose to be a better person, you know? And I'm like, you know, like there's a lot of that out there. Mm -hmm. And it's not what's true about self, you know, is without the Lord, obviously we would, Mm -hmm. yeah, we would just continue to worship self. That destroys all relationship, you know, like it it really is not a life-giving pursuit to understand Mm -hmm. more of self. Um, Not that we should be blind to habits and things. I'm not opposed to that, but I think just pressing into who God is and learning about mm-hmm. his character. And mm-hmm. and I think that's how we actually understand self in a healthy way mm-hmm. um, is in light of that and that dependence. Yeah. Um, just to fall back on him telling me, what is uh, the verse? I think it's in Psalm 139, 38 maybe that says, uh, search me, O God, and know my heart. Um, try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there's anything in me that grieves you mm-hmm. so you can lead me in a way that's everlasting. So just learning more dependence on him. Like, mm-hmm. I think I know myself so well, you know, and then I go on a walk and he's like, guess what? <laughs> Your husband's the one that's the awesome example <laughs> of who the father is. I'm like, oh my gosh. But yeah, just to... To trust that he will show me mm-hmm. what I need to know. And he doesn't just show me, he heals me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he is the one that changes me. He is the one that softens me. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to give him the glory and to rest in that is just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just such a trier and a doer and a perseverer kind of person. I'm that, right there with you, You know, Elise. that I, yeah, will, yeah. I will go that distance for way too long, and he is gracious to allow me to f- fumble mm-hmm. and and gracious to have – I have people around me that will tell me what's mm-hmm. true. But, I mean, he he's right there, and he has been um, speaking. So it's just learning more about his character, and it just is not mine. So anytime <laughs> I see the fruit of the Spirit, I'm like, that is worship when we have – any of those fruits, um, you know, visible to others, mm-hmm. that is is living a life that is worshipful and mm-hmm. that is um, just knowing, I think acknowledging that we're at His mercy is such a hard thing for me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I love it mm-hmm. when He proves Himself strong and um, and just, and then I get the mercy too, you know, I'm just like, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing, but... Yeah. Yeah. Has anything surprised you about worship as you've grown and your knowledge of Christ? I I think Elise, um, I agree with her. I I think it just changes my heart how much that's the only living in the presence of God and spending time with Him is the only way my heart is changed. like Elise said, he, I'm a doer and a perseverer too. <laughs> and if I take a walk or I'm alone with him, he reveals all the layers. He takes all the layers off mm. and lets me see myself for who I really am. Because sometimes my doing, I think of myself differently. Mm-hmm. And then I see, oh, this is why I'm working so hard doing this. I'm escaping mm-hmm. this or um, showing me my struggles or why I why I do what I do. And then he doesn't just leave me there. He heals my heart. Like mm-hmm. you said, he brings joy to my heart. He gives me more peace. So, um, but I so forget that. I just forget mm-hmm. to do it. Um, so he, yeah, he changes my heart. He brings joy. In fact, um, I know one friend 
who, um, and I'm going back to worship in the context of worship music, and I've never heard a testimony like this, but she went to a church. She was invited by a friend. Um, the sermons were way off. The doctrine was off, but they sang some hymns that talked about Jesus Christ, his death, his resurrection, and how much mm. he loves her. And she became um, trusted Christ as her Savior through those words. Wow. Oh my so goodness. I thought of her because I thought, what surprises you about worship? Mm -hmm. It can that, yeah. bring yeah. you to the Lord, too. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's incredible. Um, Wendy, I've heard you say before that um, you use the gifts that God has given you as an act of worship. Like whatever it is that God has given you a gift to do or like a natural inclination to do, um, that you would use that as an act of worship or encourage somebody else to use that as an act of worship. Can you tell me more about that? Because yeah. I probably did not say it the right way. No, you did. Um, uh, yeah. I do I I know that God says in his word that he gives us each gifts. I know um Elise has a beautiful voice. She can play the guitar and she has used that um at the prayer retreat and at Women in the Word and um leading worship and then I I know that has been used in my life in uh singing. And so I love that God does give us those gifts, and we can use them for ourselves. It's real easy to use those gifts for ourselves. Um, so, uh, you know, if you're a good communicator, you could have a, a blog, and it could be about something totally random mm -hmm. and secular or lead mm -hmm. people a different direction, or you could lead um, people to um, God's truth, to God's Word. So I, I do believe worship is using the gifts He's given us to um, for the purpose he gave them gave them to us that the purpose is to serve him mm -hmm. so it's just yeah. using yeah I think that's an act of worship is using those gifts in the way they were intended to be used mm. especially in the unseen I think it's very sweet uh, to see the unseen um, you know the mamas at home with all their little ones mm -hmm. and just seeing what they're doing as an act of worship, you know, or the mm -hmm. the quiet thing that you're doing that you wouldn't share, but right. or the person that you sit with that's having a really hard time. And you know, there aren't that's not visible. That's not on a stage. That's not a gift that people are able to observe that you're, you know, pouring out. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think there's such a freedom. Um, like I talked about before, like when God is healing you and God is giving you um, the ability to share life with somebody. Um, I think we can't do that when we're not trusting him with the hurts and things like you just kind of get walled up, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it hinders that. But I think when we're allowing him to speak into and heal us, then we have open ears to hear what other people are going through and we're able um, to walk with them and point them to like, hey, you don't have to just escape the trial. Like you don't have to just get out of this hard season where you're alone at home all day with the kiddos or you're, um, you know, in a job that you can't stand or, you know, there's, um, yeah, just being able to see that those quiet hidden moments are worship um, that, that you're doing it unto the Lord and that, you know. He sees, mm -hmm. yeah. and he's given you a platform somewhere, even if it's toddlers, that's your platform. Like, that's where yeah. you go. This is where you have me. What Open up my eyes to see what you have for me today. Like, how do you want to use mm -hmm. me and mm -hmm. um, to be present? So I think there's 
a billion ways too for me. I almost always have to see it first in the negative in myself. Like, am I, uh, is there complaining? Is there grumbling? Is there um, comparison? Like I can see when I'm living in that place that my heart is not focused on on worship. It is, well, it is of self. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Of self. Yeah. yeah, that I'm like, why is why am I so irritated or why am I so critical? And it is, I'm just... I am worshiping myself or I'm not being recognized or I'm, um, anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 I've been there too. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so grateful that we got to come together to talk about worship and, um, just share some really encouraging truths and stories about worship, because I think both of you are so right that our lives really are an act of worship and, um, whether we stop and think about and pray for conviction um, that we're worshiping ourselves or whether we're really focusing, like you said, in those three minutes to just um, allow the Holy Spirit to sharpen our focus on the Lord um, and us walking in obedience to recognize His character and let that wash over us um, as an act of worship. I think um, I feel very encouraged to have talked about this with you guys. So. I'm going to pray and close our time. Thanks. Um, Lord, you are um, so good to us. Um, it's amazing that you created us for your glory. You created us with the intention that we would worship you with our whole lives and that you allow us to do that. Um, we thank you for that, Lord. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of um, every good Thing that we could say. And I ask that you would open our eyes to opportunities to worship you in obedience and in joy and in trust. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.